Welcome to Leading Behind the Scene. I'm your host, Gwendolyn Young, the go-to business and operations consultant for six-figure CEOs who are ready to greet their next level of growth. And I'm ready to share tools, strategies, and tips to help you excel in your business and your life. If you're a service-based entrepreneur, be sure to join me each Thursday. Find me on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn. And don't forget to follow the show on your favorite podcast player so you never miss an episode. And if you love the content, leave me a rate and review. Now let's get into today's episode. Hello, beautiful people. It's Gwendolyn here from your virtual admin expert and welcome to Leading Behind the Scene, your weekly dose of inspiration to equip you to excel in business and life. So this month, we have been talking about how entrepreneurship and wellness connect. We have had some great gems dropped by us from Coach Fanny of Create Your World. And then last week, Coach Iris from ITL Fitness. If you missed those segments, be sure to go back and watch those either on my Facebook business page or on my YouTube channel. But today we are continuing the conversation, but we are going to be talking about being an entrepreneur with a chronic illness and how important wellness is to that journey. And so in talking with one of my clients who has turned friend, she was so excited to have this conversation because she doesn't believe that it gets talked about enough. So I am chatting with Melanie Hall, who's one of my fast becoming one of my favorite people, y'all. I just love Melanie. And as a licensed clinical professional counselor, Melanie is ready to jump in and help you identify patterns in your life that may be holding you back. She is there to help you work through challenges in a safe environment so that you can thrive organically. If you've got big dreams of living a happy, purpose-filled life, Melanie knows that it is possible. She knows how it feels to struggle with identifying your purpose while juggling the various roles we play in our lives. And so together, she wants to help you create the results-oriented game plan to get you from where you are now to where you want to be. She is a certified anger management specialist. She has completed training for domestic violence abusers and victims, abusers and victims, and earned a Master of Arts in Clinical Mental Health Counseling. Melanie is all the things, y'all. She is like all the things amazing, and we just love her. And so, Melanie, Yes, Let's just talk, girl. Let's just hi to the people. Hello, people. Hello, everyone. I'm so happy to be here. So me and you, we're always talking and mm-hmm. always texting about the struggles of living with a chronic illness, right? Yes. And I know that this is a conversation that you have been wanting to have for some time. Yeah. So let's just talk about what mm-hmm. is it like having a chronic illness and being an entrepreneur? It is like managing a house of cards Mm. where at any moment you feel it can be blown away, but you just have to secure it differently than some other people may secure theirs. Oh, I love that. That's what it's like. So walk us through a day where you might have a flare. And first tell the people, because I know. So first tell the people your story about what your chronic illness is and how Mm -hmm. that all came to be. 
Well, I have been diagnosed with um, actually two. Two, uh, one is not well as well known as the other. So I have lupus, systemic lupus, meaning that it impacts the organs and can also impact your skin, right? I also have what's called Sjogren's syndrome. And that is where your eyes, your nose, joints can dry out, essentially. You can have dry scalp and dry skin and uh, the dry mouth. So you're constantly trying to moisturize these things or keep them lubricated as, as much as possible. Exactly. Have my water as well. We stay with um, the water bottle. <laughs> <laughs> I also have fibromyalgia. And what happened was years and years ago, almost 20 years now, a doctor thought I might have that because I was 30 years old being diagnosed with arthritis. And he thought it was kind of early for that type of diagnosis. And so he thought maybe we should look into lupus and sent me to a rheumatologist at the old Michael Reese. And this particular doctor didn't take it seriously. He was a rheumatologist, but he looked at me and said, well, I don't see a rash. So it can't be that. Yes. And told me it must be fibromyalgia and pretty much sent me home. I had already been to a neurologist at that point because I was just having different symptoms. And the neurologist said, well, I can run a bunch, a battery of tests. However, it's going to be really expensive. So at that point I said, we're done. I'm feeling a little better anyway. So we'll just let it go and speed up to 2015. um, And I'll make this short. It was, I had a very high fever. Um, My heart rate was low. My blood, I'm sorry, my heart rate was high. My blood pressure was low and there was, um, I had a high white blood cell count. So I was put in the hospital for a week with sepsis and they have no idea where the infection came from, but it turns out they ran a lupus panel and I was positive. So I was also positive for the children's disease. So it, it, it can be very difficult to even get the diagnosis of an autoimmune disease in the first place because the symptoms always mimic something else. So unless you have a doctor that's willing to look at that specifically, you may not get that diagnosis for quite some time. But once some of the things that I have to do for myself is, you know, getting up in the morning, I'm, I can't just bolt out of bed like everybody else, right? You have to start, you know, moving your joints and things like that. And you're almost doing a whole body assessment mm-hmm. before you get up like is my temperature right? Do I have a headache? And how do my eyes feel? And how does my back feel? And, you know, mine manifests a lot with joint pain. And I know you have had some, some other things going. So it just, it can look the same and it can look the different, look very different depending on the day. But there's always this self-check, you know, before I, I even do a mental check, I have to do the physical check first, because if I'm in a flare, mentally, it's going to throw me off. That is so true. And, and I don't think a lot of people realize that because I think for us, that has just become a norm. Like when you wake up, like it ain't no, just jump out the bed. Like you said, like I'm first doing a leg lift to make sure like these muscles ain't going to give out when this foot hit the floor. Like I got to bend my knees to make sure my back is all right. Mm-hmm. And I got rid of that pain. Like it's like this whole, like you said, assessment you got to do before. And not to mention just energy level wise, right? 
Like yes. it takes a long time to get up and going. That's why I'm like in the mornings, like I got, it's going to take me an hour at least before I can even start moving. Mm-hmm. Yes. So it's yes. like, I got to build in that time before I even can start getting ready for the day. Cause I might just sit on the edge of the bed for 30 minutes. Exactly. Exactly. And some of that is just re- telling your body, we have something we have to do. Yep. We have to get up and get this going. Okay. So I feel like this now, so maybe I won't do this part so that I can do this other part. It's almost like this uh, everyday new negotiation that has to occur just so we can get done what we have to get done. Like we have to plan very differently than other people. So if we know we have a very full day, 24 to 48 hours prior to, I'm probably very low key because I have to preserve whatever I have to use on that day. (laughs) And I, and people don't get it because it's like, you said you were coming, you said you felt, and it's like, well, when I said that, that's what I meant. I truly believed and felt that. So it's like for me now, and that was a learning thing, right? Because, you know, I went from a person that was like, okay, weekends was always packed, the week working a job, like all the things, three kids, football games, wrestling, like all the things, right? And then it went from, ooh, you want me to do something on Saturday? That means I can't have nothing on Friday or Sunday, right? Exactly. Because I got to preserve my energy on Friday. So I'm going to be okay to attend on Saturday. And Sunday, I know I'm going to be completely out of the count from whatever I did on Saturday. And when you're an entrepreneur and you're always in demand for whatever reason, yes, I may not be able to show up like I want to because people, I think, assume you don't want to show up. No, it's a case of I have to constantly do this negotiation, like I said, with my calendar, with my friends, with my body, with my gut, with with medication. There's this constant negotiation or this review that has to take place on what I will have to do when. And so it's not that I don't want to show up. It's not that I don't care. I apologize for the late cancellations, but they're not always seen as sincere. So it can definitely impact those friendships and work relationships. So true. So true. And that is why we have to build businesses that really work with the totality of who we are, right? Like when I'm looking to work with a client, I am also not just looking at, okay, what they do. Like, I want to make sure your vision fits. I can get behind your vision. Like you really have something I can support you in. But I'm also looking at like, will you extend me some grace if I have a day where I just really can't be at this meeting? Which is why, you know, I always push for, can we schedule it? You know, I live by the calendar because I'm like, can we schedule it in advance? So we have to do things differently, like impromptu meetings for me just don't work. And so when I would have clients that would be like, can we, can we? And I would be like, yeah, it's yeah. not that I'm like being rude or mean or being inflexible be is the word that I heard before was inflexible. It was like, oh, wow. that just doesn't work for yeah. me. And so, you know, all my clients now, like you guys are amazing. Like we have a scheduled time to meet. If that needs to change, like I'm all for like, can we do it in advance? But when it's like that, like now I've set myself up for success, right? Right. I know I got a a four o'clock meeting every week with a client. So guess what? 
don't put nothing on my schedule between two and four because I'm going to need all that energy for four o'clock. Our breaks are critical yes. to us moving to the next thing. Yes. So if there's no scheduled break and sometimes we have to, you know, even check in with one another and say, did you eat? We weren't supposed to be doing anything at this time. <laughs> and it's like, we send each other the emoji of like, yeah, I know. I, I tried. <laughs> because we know it may not serve us well later. Yes. Yes. And I think that's a huge part too. Like when you are, when you are running a business, you, and you have a chronic illness, you need that support person. Mm-hmm. And part of your support team has to be somebody else that, understands it they've either gone through it they're in it with you like they beat it like something so that they can understand and they can kind of keep you like like you said in check and on focus it's like did you eat <laughs> like and it was another one of my clients too she was like Kyla was like um I'm gonna need you to have lunch breaks on your schedule next year I was like and you even extended that Toward like, me, right? Yes. You I was like, me. we got to schedule lunch breaks now. <laughs> schedule lunch breaks and schedule the days off and schedule the rest time. And how much time do you need in between sessions? You know, yes. I've been very honest when I meet my clients. I let them know that I have an autoimmune disease, not because I want sympathy, but because right. I may need your understanding at one point in time when I cannot show up that day for sessions because it's not only impacting them, right? It's impacting other clients. It's impacting my family. It's impacting me. But I'm very upfront about I give them grace when they have to cancel. So I want the same thing, right? Because life happens to us all. And I always make that speech. Life happens to us all. So just respect my time because- I'm going to even tell you, I have the sniffles. I don't know if it's a cold, the flu, or what it is. And nowadays we have COVID. I want you to extend the same thing to me because I'm going to tell you, you may not want to show up in that room with me when you. I have an unknown right. virus, right? right? So please extend me the same thing. So we have to share things sometimes with people that other people may not share because Absolutely. it's part of our self-care. And we have to be even more intentional about even enforcing the boundaries, right? Like I need you to understand this because when I say you can't come in my office without your mask on, like that's what I mean. Not because I'm being mean or or whatever. It's because a regular cold ain't a regular cold for me. A regular cold. (laughs) So me catching a cold and you catching a cold are completely two totally different things. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's for protection. I need you to just be like, that's what she needs that's what I'm needing she's not avoiding me she's not denying me of something you know and a lot of times we have to do a lot of pre-work yes before we do the actual work because I may not be able to shift and adjust as quickly as other people and what if I'm in the middle of something I need something to happen you know minimally at best from bed yes yes right So I need to be able to make things transferable easily because life can throw me a curveball because we can literally wake up, went to bed, no problem, (laughs) wake up, and then there's something that has, I mean, we're a total crisis and that we didn't expect it. We didn't invite it. 
we're often reviewing what did I do? I must have done something. And it's right, just we, we going back to the whole right, the life. whole week. When a week back, like, well, then I did eat such and such. Well, no, that wouldn't do. <laughs> There's this constant conversation in our minds about body, mind, and spirit yep. connection because yep. we have to take care of ourselves very differently than other people. Yes. yes. So now, even in spite of all this, right? Like, and we both have really big faith, which is what I love. You've you've had an opportunity to build a very thriving business and practice. Like you're even in the middle of expansion. So the entrepreneurs who have chronic illnesses, who think that they can't thrive or grow their businesses, like what would you say to them? And what are some of the things that you've done to help you do that? Well, that was part of the self-care was Mm. creating my own job because prior to going out on my own, I was out in the community seeing people who were ill doing patient education. And I was becoming more and more nervous of uh, being at risk. So me creating my own business, opening my own practice was part of me saying, I have to create a schedule that works for me. I have to be careful of who I meet with, right? Um, Meaning what are some people coming in with because I can't take on too much. So I have to be careful what I take on mentally. What what also, you know, some some people come with extra paperwork, right? So I may avoid some of some things like that because I can't take on all that paperwork because it's going to increase my stress. So Mm -hmm. me having to manage my stress meant if I can go into business for myself, create a schedule for myself closer to home, right? Where I can stop and get things that I need. I even put a couch in my office so that I can take naps when I need to, or just simply lay down, Mm -hmm. just get out of the chair at that 90 degree angle, right? And just actually lean back. It does wonders for me to help me replenish throughout the day. I would encourage anyone with an autoimmune disease to definitely look into entrepreneurship because it helps you create your self-care around your employment and vice versa. Yeah, that is so true. And that's so good because like I didn't even have a desire to get into this whole entrepreneurship game, right? Like people, when I say that, they're always like, what? I'm, like, what there? I'm like, this was not my thing, y'all. Like, this is right. the furthest thing from my mind. Like, I, I was happy in my corporate job. Like, let's be clear. I wasn't looking to leave corporate America. Like, I had a, a job I could do with my eyes closed. Like, mm. like, I was in a prime, as they say, a prime real estate spot. Like, I was good. And so, but one of the things that I knew when I was going through recovery, like, after I got the diagnosis and going through recovery... Like I knew I wasn't going to be able to go back, at least not on my terms, not on the terms that were going to work for me, because I was like, first of all, I'm going to be a little irritated when I got to keep asking for days off to go see the specialist because I got to go see the rheumatologist at least once or twice a month. Right. Then what happens on the days when I need to take a nap? Or and, just, you know, I need extra time in the morning or get after there. lunch. I thought I was okay. I was fine at lunch. And then the rest of the day is like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to make it home. 
So I was like, I can't, like, I'm like, that bureaucracy is not going to work for me. It's going to just add to my stress because I'm going to be worried about trying to keep my job. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? With this whole thing. And like, I don't, it ain't everybody's business what's happening with me. I don't want to have to be explaining to y'all all all the time (laughs) when I need a nap. Like, I need a damn nap. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Isn't that like a normal thing? Right. But not. Not in someone else's business. Yes. So I was like, I knew then, I was like, Lord, what am I going to do? Because that is not going to work for me. And so clearly, like, I heard it so clearly, like, it's in your hands. And I'm like, well, what is that? And that's when I realized, like, just started doing some research. And I'm like, people have been working from home for, like, decades. Like, why didn't nobody tell me? Yes. Yes. Like, why didn't nobody tell me this was a thing? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How did I and not know? You do, you do feel like it's something that is dreamt about, yes. but not something that can be a reality for you. Yes. We come into it a little short-sighted, right? Because then it becomes, well, what am I supposed to do for money? But what about days off? Well, yep. what about date yep. time off? Well, what about this and what about that? And if you have the right people around you, you will find that there's a way to do everything and people have been doing it for decades. Yes. And that is why I always stress, you be talking about something, I'll be like, man, you know, Mm -hmm. it's a shortcut for that. Like we don't got to work. We don't got to work that hard. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And, And as an entrepreneur, you have to be very mindful of when it's time to outsource some things. You were a critical part of me making that change because I was trying to do it all. And that was wearing me down and it was wearing my immune system down. When you already take medication that is breaking down your immune system system anyway, now you have external factors that are for the most part self-imposed. That's going to weigh your stress, weigh your immune system down. And so now here you are susceptible to illness when had you outsourced some things, it would have created more time for you where you can actually get adequate rest. Sleep is the one thing that I protect. I had to find the thing what seems to impact me the most and sleep was it for me. That was like, I can take the medication and, you know, I can take all the the turmeric and the ginger and all those things. But if I wasn't getting adequate rest, that was killing everything. So I literally protect my sleep between the hours of 11 p.m. and 7 (laughs) a.m., there is a do not disturb. True. Like the world could fall apart. The world I, can. I, I, I find out about it at 7.01. I will <laughs> find out about it when I wake up. <laughs> and that is so true because insomnia for me was, and still uh-huh. is sometimes, like a huge, like that's been my biggest thing. Like yeah. even when I'm like, my body is like dog tired. Sit it down. I just can't rest. It's like. And it's almost like you all, you feel like you've taken some medicine when you actually have not, but you know, it's your body. Your mind is saying we have this to do. Your body is saying, no, we have nothing to give. And your mind and your body is going back and forth. And typically the body wins because nothing comes of it. Yes, that is so true. And that was a critical part, too, for me. Like you said, you getting support, but then I had to get support, too. I was like, you don't need to follow that same advice that you give your clients. You know, and plus, I'm always thinking about, like, how do we make the client experience even better? Right. Like, how do I make sure I can support them and serve them, even if I'm having a bad day? 
right? Yeah. Like still things can still get done. And so I was like, okay, it's time for me to really start thinking about that agency model and getting my own support team, which has been like a game changer yeah. for me, just not even just personally, but just for my business. And so I'm so excited about that. So for those of you who have thought that maybe entrepreneurship wasn't in the cards for you because you have a chronic illness, you know, hopefully you can see just from the two of us that it's possible and it's possible to build a thriving business with a chronic illness and build a business that you actually love and that supports your life so you can take care of yourself. Mm -hmm. So definitely I encourage you to do that. So what do you want to say? What do you want to share before we go? What is like one thing you would say to the, the chronic entrepreneur, I guess? <laughs> yeah. Don't be afraid or nervous or hesitant to make yourself a priority. Like I said, yes, we have to take care of our bodies a little differently, but you also got to you know, identify where's my mindset. Is my mindset where I'm always chasing something? Is my mindset where you know, I have a I'm not sure if I can do it attitude? When you are suffering with a chronic disease, time is of the essence. And sometimes we have to seize that moment because we don't know when, you know, a a crisis is coming. But if you are able to even think about that business, then you're likely able to do the business because it's not going to be put on you for nothing. Right. So I say do it. I say try it. I would rather try it and it not work out than believe that I can't do it. Right. And go to my go to my death not even trying it. That That is just not negotiable for me That's because good. I believe that with my mindset saying, well, we can do it. We just have to do it differently says go, right? Yeah. Jump. Just try that. it. I love that. And be, and to add to that, I would say be relentless in that you won't allow a disease to dictate how you live, right? Like you're not right. going to allow uh, illness to dictate how you're going to live. Like, will you have to make some adjustments? Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But I kept that whole thing was like, mm, you could say I have lupus, but lupus ain't going to have me. I'm just saying, exactly. like, exactly. give me some good days and the girlfriend to knock it out the park. Okay. <laughs> like we might have some battles and like lupus may win on some days where like, you'd be like stuck with the IVs and stuff in your arm and in the hospital bed for about three days. But I'll be like, wait till I get up though. Wait till I get up though. When I get back. <laughs> Ask the doctor you. about that medicine. So is this going to make me sleepy? Yeah. Right. I need to know. Like, what else will this do? Because I may not be able to just sit and do things like everybody. Right. I might say, I'll be right back. Just hold but that. When I get back though. <laughs> when I get back. Exactly. <laughs> but it is totally possible. Yeah. Go for it. Make sure you have the right support community. Make sure you build it around what works for you. Like Melanie said, the schedule that you need. Like yeah. make sure you do that. Make sure you use tools and systems yeah. to help you make it easier mm-hmm. and get the right people that you can outsource to to help you as well. So it is definitely possible. Melanie, thank you so much for being willing to have this conversation. I so appreciate you. Beautiful people, thank you so much for joining us. 
keep making wellness a priority in your life. Notice I said wellness. I didn't say just fitness. Wellness, okay? A priority in your life. And I would love it if you would hit like, hit share. Tell everybody, anybody that you know needs to hear this message. Let them know. If you have any questions, tips, or experiences you want to share, put them in the comments. We love engaging with you. Be sure to follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Your Admin Expert. And subscribe to the email list on my website at YourVirtualAdminExpert.com. Melanie, tell the beautiful people how they can connect with you. Well, I am located in Homewood, Illinois. Um, You can reach me on my website which is www.insighttsts.com. Yes, there's an extra TS. And the number is 312-818-1260. Awesome. Thank you for tuning in, everybody. And I will see you next week for another segment of Leading Behind the Scene. Thanks so much. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode of Leading Behind the Scene. I hope you found some encouragement or helpful information today to help move your business and or your life forward. If you have a specific topic you'd like me to talk about or guests you'd like me to have on the show, feel free to send me a DM on Instagram, Facebook, or LinkedIn. I love connecting with my listeners. Also, be sure to follow the podcast so you never miss an episode and leave me a rating review. I'll see you next week.